Hi everyone, my name is Tim Weehunt. I'm the author of A Leftist Guide on How to Have Fun at Parties While Still Maintaining Your High Horse. And this is Where Does Food? The food history podcast that asks the important question, does a chef's hat's wrinkles really equate to how many ways they can cook an egg? That's right. Today, we're talking about eggs. Specifically, the chicken egg. Today, I'm alone. So I have zero reason not to crack this egg open and cook up some sunny side up history. Let's get into it. Turns out that scavenging humans have been gathering eggs since prehistory. Seems as eggs have always been a part of our healthy diet. And around 8,000 years ago in Southeast Asia, the red jungle fowl was believed to be hybridized with the gray jungle fowl to create the domesticated chicken. According to historians, chickens were eventually brought to Egypt by 1500 BCE and to Greece by 800 BCE. Shout out to Greece and Egypt. They're in like most of our episodes. The word egg comes from the Old English word og, and in Middle English, it was known as erin. I, I don't know if it's actually pronounced that way, but that's how I know how to say it. And for a stint, the Old Norse egg and Middle English erin were used in tandem until finally, around the 16th century, we all were scrambled together in the same omelet and just used the word egg to make things simple. And during the Middle Ages, uh, eggs were actually forbidden during Lent due to how rich they are. I believe you can have those uh, rich, delicious eggs during Lent now, uh, but please do correct me if I'm wrong. We don't really know when we started using eggs in baking, but by the 17th century, we do know that the French were scrambling eggs with acidic citrus, uh, which are believed to be some of the precursors in the earliest versions of tarts. The French also have used eggs in just about every way imaginable. Uh, sauces, desserts, pasta, uh, pretty much all over the board. Uh, it's actually believed that if you throw an egg at a Frenchman, that would be assault. But uh, that Frenchman probably knows how to cook that egg. In previous episodes, we've discussed how commonly eggs are used as an ingredient. Eggs are incredibly common in baking as a leavener, uh, which just means as a rising agent. Egg yolks are a great emulsifier. That just means that they're good at combining liquids with other liquids, say water and oil. Egg whites, when whipped, can give a fullness to cakes. Uh, I do it with pancakes. Or can be used to make toppings like meringues. So super versatile all the way through. They're also used in cocktails. I mean, eggs are truly used in every facet of food and drink. Eggs are also how we make ice cream and other decadent desserts. And that's a brief history on the chicken and the egg. So now let's talk about the different parts of the egg. We'll circle back to a little bit more history, but let's like break down what an egg is. So eggs are known as a prolate spheroid. That's to say it's a bit pointy, just like my high school coach. Eggs have four distinct parts. The shell, the membrane, the egg white, and the yolk. The egg shell is made of a calcium carbonate crystals, and despite its solid appearance, it does actually allow things to get through. The egg spurts, I apologize, call that latter piece of information semi-permeable. Eggshells do come in different colors. Two most common colors being white or brown eggs. The colors vary from species and breeds, and the pigmentation of the eggshell actually happens during the formation of the egg in the oviduct um, or oviduct, whatever. 
And while there's no nutritional difference between different colored eggs, some cultures do prefer certain colored eggs over others. Uh, I believe in the States, actually, the Northeast prefer brown eggs over white eggs for whatever reason. I have no idea. Now, there are two parts to the egg membrane. They are conveniently named the outer and the inner shell membrane. So, super easy to remember. One's the outer, one's the inner. There's your two parts. The membrane helps prevent bacteria from getting in the egg as well as helps the egg not lose moisture too quickly. The membrane is made of fibrous proteins such as collagen. And egg collagen is used in tons of supplements. Uh, collagen is known to have some health benefits for our bones, skin, and joints. The egg white is a clear liquid that is mostly made of water with a smaller percentage being different proteins. The purpose of the egg white is to protect the yolk and provide extra nutrients. Egg whites are used in a lot of food, as I said earlier, meringues, leavening, tons of stuff. But they are also used in preparation for some vaccines, such as influenza vaccines. Fun! The yolk's primary function is to provide nutrients for embryo development. It is where most of the fat and the cholesterol comes from in the egg. It's also what tastes the best in the egg. The color of the yolk is dependent on the hen's diet. If the diet's more colorful, it will result in a brighter yolk. That's right. I just blew all the preconceptions of what an oranger or brighter or more vibrant yolk actually means. It just means that the people are throwing more color into their diet. It doesn't actually impact the nutrition or really even the flavor of the yolk itself. And a surprising fifth part, keeping you on your toes, I said four. There is actually a fifth part of the egg, and it's called an air cell. The air cell is at the larger end of the egg and forms due to air getting in through the semi-permeable shell. This air cell is how we tell the age of an egg uh, and also how we grade our eggs. To grade our eggs, we shine a very bright light through the egg to measure that air bubble. The larger the air bubble, the older the egg. This process is known as candling. And the freshest grade would be double A, then A, then B. The process of candling isn't as effective on brown eggs, which actually results in an increase of finding those little blood spots in the yolk. Uh, it's important to note that the blood spots are not an indication of fertility and are totally fine to eat. Do not throw those out. It is okay to eat them. Now, the grading system was implemented by the USDA in 1943. That's not to say we didn't have a different grading system. We did. It's just that this lettering system made everything a lot easier and it would eventually make things more consistent for the consumer because eggs, even still now, come in different weights and sizes and shapes. But overall, this lettering would be able to adapt to newer forms of measurement, like five years later in 48 when we used this candling method to correspond them to the correct grade. So all, all in all, this stuff is actually relatively new in the way that we grade eggs to this specific standard. And throughout time, the measurement and the, how what you would classify an egg weight as would change uh, overall. But, you know, this is where we've landed now with, you know, large jumbo and small medium eggs all weighing at a specific point and the grading being done by candling put into the lettering system. It makes shopping for eggs better. Now, what's the difference between cage-free, pasture-raised, and certified humane and organic eggs? 
we have a ton of different labels on our egg cartons, and what do they all mean? Let's start with cage-free. Cage-free simply means that chickens aren't confined in what would be traditional chicken cages. And that's kind of the only standard here. Most of cage-free eggs come from really overcrowded holding areas. Many of the chickens get de-beaked, and it can still be so crowded that the hens don't get to behave normally, uh, leading to starvation and diseases. Um, They don't get to clean themselves, and overall, it can just be really bad for their health. Now, on a brighter note, pasture-raised eggs require at least 100 square foot per hen, So while they may not be on the open pastures uh, on the cartons, they do have some breathing room uh, and they don't get their beaks clipped off and die of disease or starvation. Another not bummer way of getting eggs is certified humane and organic. Just means that the hens get fed an all organic diet and had to meet the requirements of organic farming as well as humane treatment of the hens. This is a much more stringent type of auditing so all in all the hens are probably taken care of a lot better in that scenario than in others so if you are privileged enough to buy those more expensive eggs because they are more expensive i highly recommend it uh the animals that provide for us deserve humane treatment and love because without them we would all be floppy little dead meat sacks so try your best to uh shop from vendors and places that take care of these uh, wonderful animals that are doing such a service for us. As for the egg carton, it was invented in 1911 by a man named Joseph Coyle. He invented a paper egg carton to settle a dispute between a hotel owner and a farmer. The hotel owner kept getting broken eggs, and that caused a lot of issues, so Joseph made a safer way for the fragile eggs to travel, and voila, the egg carton was born. So why exactly are eggs sold by the dozen? We actually don't fully know. Uh, Here in the U.S., it seems that we've done so because it was done in Europe during the uh, Elizabethan times. Seems like it just stuck around for simplicity's sake. Some used to go by weight, and we obviously sell eggs in a lot of different ways. Frozen, only egg whites, totally scrambled. We sell eggs in a ton of different ways, so sometimes they do get sold by weight. But overall, it just seemed like more of a convenient factor for the industrial standards that we had going forward. So that's why we sell them by the dozen, commonly. Now to round us with some numbers that we can't put our brains around, and that's the production of eggs per year. So what I found was in 2017, the world produced 80.1 million tons of eggs. I don't even, can't even like process that. China produced the most at 31.3 million tons, And the states were a distant second at 6.3 million tons. Those numbers are just insane and they mean nothing to me. But I figured I would share them uh, to round off this journey through eggs. That's all I got, baby. That's eggs. When it's solo, we're fast, we're quick. Boom, boom, boom. Facts. You might have to listen to that more than once. I was was giving you all the information. Uh, But thank you guys for joining me uh, on this little episode of ours uh hope you had a good time as much uh, fun as i had researching this stuff i hope you had fun learning it and next time you're at a little cocktail party you can just i don't know give people random information about eggs surely i'm not the only one that does that if you want more of this sweet sweet podcast you can check us out uh, at shows.acast.com forward slash where does food that's our website go check us out 
all the fun episodes. And there is a support button on that bad boy. If you click on that, you can join our ACAST Plus and get these episodes not only ad-free, but an entire day early. Uh, It's awesome. It's five bucks a month. It's a steal. If you like the music playing right now and at the top, uh, well, thank my buddy Austin Martin. Uh, He helps me make music for this podcast. Not only did he help me make some of the themes or just outright make the themes in past seasons, uh, I always talk with him about music. He's just a good consultant for that stuff. He loves making it. I love making it. So we talk about it all the time. Uh, You can check him out on Spotify and Apple Music under the name Meridian Sky. You can follow me on Instagram at Tim underscore and underscore Winston. You can follow L. That's right. I have another co-host. Typically, you can follow her over on Twitter at L three underscores Chapo. That's right. L three underscores Chapo. It's like actually three underscores, not typing out the number and letters of three underscores. Uh, and you can follow the show at Where Does Food on Twitter. Again, all those links are in the show notes. So if you don't remember any of that, just go over there and click that bad boy. If you don't want to spend any money at all, that's totally fine. You can support us again by checking us out on socials. You can also email us episode ideas, where does food at gmail.com. Email us some episode ideas. We'll put them down. We'll circle to them eventually at some point. If you don't want to do that, you can just rate us. You can rate us on uh, pretty much anywhere you find podcasts. Give us a rating. And it's sick. Uh, That always helps us. You can also just show us to people. Play it for people in your car. uh, Tie them up in your closet and play it for them 24-7. You know, just a couple ideas. Just a couple ideas. Just give me a couple ideas. Helps us out. Totally free to do. There you go. Uh, That's all I got for you. That's it. Go eat some eggs. Have a good time. Don't eat them raw. They actually don't do anything better for you raw. You can get sick from it. And we actually absorb the nutrients from them better when they're cooked. Last fact about eggs. Enjoy. Have a good one.